Welcome to Coles on the Coast, the podcast where we talk about riding the wave of sustainability, preparedness, and living the small homestead life. Today is April 30th, 2023, and this is episode 9 of Coles on the Coast. Today, we're going to have a homestead happenings episode, and we're going to kind of go back in time a couple weeks and, and recap what all has been going on around here. So Jessica, can you fill us in some? <laughs> all right. Well, if we start with our livestock... Uh, Our chickens, our little chickens are growing very well. They're in their pen. Um, There's a build aspect to our chickens we'll talk about in a second. But um, we had a kind of a crazy happening most recently where Adelaide was out there helping me with the chickens, feeding the chickens, and the rooster decided to attack her. So I let Charlie know we were going to be dispatching a rooster, and we killed said rooster. How, how did that feel? What do you mean? Well, I was mad that he attacked her, but... I mean, I'm always sad when I have to kill one of my animals. But we we did eat him. Don't 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 think that we're not going to eat the animal that we kill. We took and... We took the leg quarters and the breast off this bird and made soup out of it. I will say we um, could have done a much better job catching the rooster first. We tried to uh, cheat, but... We had to chase him around for a while. <laughs> yeah, we, we had to chase him around and hem him up and then had to hold him down with a, a rake to grab him so he wouldn't attack us. And I'm not going to let a rooster get that big again. It was just too much too yeah. much effort. That was, that was a lot. For a little tiny bit of meat. Yeah, it, was, it really wasn't a big rooster. I thought for sure he would have more meat on him than he did because he was all nice and fluffy and pretty and, yeah, he didn't have a lot on him, but... Live and learn. We made, I did throw the feet in with the broth as I was cooking the soup. And it was, it's alright. It's alright. We still have a little bit of leftovers. But I yeah. ate most of it. I will say, it, it, it is a strange taste to get over. The barnyard chicken. Yeah, it's different, but it's still chicken nonetheless. So that was our rooster debacle. Started off right out of the gate with the big news, but... Uh, we have we've had a lot of new builds for our chickens. So Charlie built a feed bucket for the pin, the main pin. We started. I think we had started the the new pins last time we did an update. But so we took half of our carport and we um, put up posts in the middle. So we basically halved the carport, and we have chicken wire encasing all of that area and then we built a run outside of the carport area for chickens we have one half of of the pen area ready enclosed with the net over the top and access to the run and we put the hens the big hens in there everybody except bruzy and um they seem to be enjoying it pretty nicely we kind of cheated on the nesting box and we ordered um, like a pre made up one from Amazon just because it was going to be easier and way cheaper than plywood. So yeah, it was way cheaper. <laughs> so it's hopefully not the it'll best quality, out, but... but it's relatively decent enough that, I mean, it's not going to get soaking wet and it's only four birds sitting on it. It should be fine. Yeah. I mean, I just couldn't I couldn't pay as much as they were at Tractor Supply 
for just that splinter-filled plywood box. But anyway, so we've we've got that taken care of. We're going to put a roof soon over the second pin and probably start trying to put Bruzy in there or at least getting it ready for the little chicks. But currently they're still in the old pin, but they were able to get out and around. They're not caged up in the little coop anymore, which they needed. They they're getting way too big for that. So they've they've had fun the last week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's our chickens. We had to build a door for that. That was fun. Mm -hmm. We did do a video on that part. Um, that, that's our builds, I think. Is there any other builds that we did that I didn't write down? Something. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. No. I don't know. I mean, we set up our garden and put our cattle panel like our oh yeah our trellis our trellis is up yeah yeah so we did that the weekend before we started chicken coops right and that that looks really nice i'm glad we did that i think it's going to be really substantial for all of our vining things because we put a lot of vining stuff in the garden this year so um other news on livestock is just our worms our night crawlers died boohoo oh well sad but the Red Wigglers are doing fantastic. They've doubled or tripled or quadrupled. I don't know. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of them. And they do great catching fish, which is our other little piece of new things we've been doing. We took the kids catfish brim fishing in my grandfather's pond. They were able to catch, how many was it? Two brim and two catfish. They caught another little one, but we threw it back. Yeah, okay. So they caught about five fish. Five fish. Yeah, this was right after a rain, so they were catching really good. Mm -hmm. And then um, that was the first time Charlie ever skinned a catfish. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen it done, just never have done it. That was that was good. So we have a new a new skill under our belt. Did you enjoy the process? No, not really. But <laughs> I didn't even get to taste any of the catfish. The kids ate it all. They did. I'll have to get more catfish next time. That's my favorite fish, too. I was trying to... Like, I got to eat a piece of brim. That's mainly because they... We didn't want the kids to have to deal with the bones. Yeah. But the there, kids enjoyed their catfish, so that's good. They... They're itching to go back fishing again. So we have to get... Get to doing that regularly. Mm -hmm. We have... Lake Shelby's not far. So we were talking about how we need to get a... Um, a permit to be able to go fish in there. Just us. Just us. Kids are okay. <laughs> we want to get our fishing license, like I said, and hoping to even do some saltwater fishing at some point, but that'd be a whole new ball game for me. I've never done that other yeah. than like shore fishing. I guess I've, I've done a little bit of that. I really didn't though. It was really me watching my dad because I didn't have a fishing license, but. Oh, saltwater fishing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And everybody catches sharks on the shore. That you need a big, you need bigger equipment. Yeah. We don't have a whole lot of equipment currently, but I do want to get into that because we, one food group we definitely lack on is fish in this house, and I think that's something that would do us all good if we got more fish into our diets. Uh, as for the family, 
I've had more teeth work done. I've gotten two out of three trips done to Slidell. And um, we got back and Adelaide got sick. And then Charlie got sick. And this week I got sick. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of... With all different things. All different things, yeah. There was a couple stomach bug type things. And then Charlie just had a super frog in his throat. So we didn't get an episode out last week due to all the building stuff. And the fact that he, I couldn't talk, you, could, couldn't you wouldn't talk. have understood me. No, it was it was bad last week. Um, our oldest daughter has been working hard on her ABC mouse on her tablet. She's really picking up her alphabet a lot better now. We're really getting close with that, which is exciting. I didn't want to rush her learning the alphabet. I figured that as she wants to learn, she will pick it up quicker and quicker, and that seems to be what's actually happening. Also on our meat stock department, um, we used up pretty much all of our old cow. We had a few organs left, such as the heart, kidney, I think, maybe the, I don't, I don't remember, the tongue. Heart, kidney, tongue. I, yeah. That's all and that's a, left. And a bone, a, two bags of bones and a bag of fat. Well, I, I fixed that up, so it's well, not I there know. anymore. I mean. We literally only have organs left. Okay. Yeah. But. I even did the liver and onions for my dad last week or the week before. Anyway, but we picked up our new cow, so our freezers are fully stocked at this point. And as we have talked about in previous episodes, we are prepared for a hurricane. We have our generator ready. Have we started running it every month-ish? No. I need to do that this afternoon. Yeah, we need to do that. We need to take it out and run it, make sure it's running good. Yeah, make sure that we've got... Start freshening up the gas too mm -hmm. we still got some but make sure we have fresh gas to put in it very important but i <laughs> what's funny is i decided to make cookies the other day at night sometimes i'll make cookies when the kids have gone to bed and i always like scoop up the cookie dough and freeze it but i went to put the cookie dough balls in the freezer and I realized I didn't have a freezer that was low enough to put the balls in. So I ended up having to just put dump it all into a Ziploc bag. <laughs> so it wasn't going to be as easy of a pre-prepared snack later, but... <laughs> yeah, I forgot. We Every freezer's got meat in it. Except for the, the, the tall, like the half freezer, but... It's you can't fit a tray in that. Yeah, it's too, too narrow. I, oh, that... Our kitchen refrigerator and freezer is not my favorite. I dislike that freezer a lot. <laughs> it's very difficult to use. But anyway, so now we have a whole new cow. And we got a lot more out of this cow. It was a younger cow. So we were able to get more cuts of meat, more ground beef. And um, so we're stocked up. We love it. Yep. And you know you're stocked up when the, uh, the butcher lady tells you or says that this man bought, got every cut and all the organs and everything else. <laughs> I think she was impressed that yeah. we were using as much as a, a, much of it as we were. I still feel like I'm learning a lot about the cuts of beef because I was looking in my Nourishing Traditions cookbook yesterday and they were talking about, like, the beef tenderloin. And um, we don't technically have that, do we? We just have parts of that. That's the filet. Okay, so that's the filet. 
but it's not like in a roast form. Is it supposed to be in a roast form? It can. It comes as one long thing, and then they take it and they cut it into those fillet steaks. Okay, and then there's like the rib roast. We didn't. We had all that cut up, right? Yeah, the rib roast would be what like your rib eye would be if you cut the ribs off and you left that roast. Okay, because some of those recipes, like the rib roast especially, is the recipe is made for the big rib roast. So if we were want, going to want that, we would have to actually go out and purchase that from like a meat market, correct? Yeah. I mean, we could make them, we could have done it, rib roasts, yeah. which wouldn't have any steaks. Right. We like steak a lot. The children love steaks, I think. I don't know. We're in a very picky eating stage with three children at the same time. It's very difficult in our house at the moment. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of nobody ate any supper and mommy wants to sit and cry because, you know, it's a trigger. <laughs> yeah. But I'm trying to get over that because <laughs> they can they can choose not to eat if they want to. That that's their choice. I cannot force them to eat. Anyway, so <laughs> off that topic. In the garden, we've got things growing like crazy. We've got tomatoes. They are our best growing crop right now. They look beautiful. We have the marigolds coming up in between them. Um, our eggplants are doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beans and the squash are kind of okay. Then there are some Japanese noodle beans. I think that's what that is, right? Chinese noodle bean. Oh, okay. The Chinese noodle beans are not doing very well. No, I, we shouldn't have started them inside. I, I got ahead of myself and started them inside, and they really should have been started from the garden. So I've just got to plant. i got to put some more seeds in the ground because they'll come up relatively quickly. So it's, it's not a big deal. It's just that the trauma that they went through being transplanted from the mm -hmm. inside to outside in such a short time frame. Gotcha. So we, we've got to work on that. None of our baby wax melons came up from starts, No, right? just wax melons. Oh. None of the, baby, none of the wax melons and none of the um, sugar baby watermelons. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I combine stuff in. I'll have to try the wax melons again and see if. I don't know. I don't know what was wrong with them. I don't know either. None of those came up. Our honeydew melons came up much later than expected. We had three starts that have decided to actually shoot well, up. Well, we replanted the water, the honeydews and scratched the. Like, kind of scraped the side of the seed, too. Oh, we did, didn't we? Yeah, because they okay. didn't come up the first time. So we'll have those, and I have no clue where we're going to plant them. Are we going to plant them in the original place for the watermelons? or? Yeah, probably, since we don't have any watermelons right now. Okay. So that means we've got to go hoe out in the garden, because basically wherever there's not a plant, everywhere there's a plant, we have a small, maybe six-inch in diameter circle around it where it's just kind of the plant, but then there's a bunch of other weeds everywhere i say weeds it's skull cap it's skull cap it's this dog fennel stuff and i don't know it's gonna help keep the soil from eroding right well it keeps it from drying out as bad which is good i mean eventually i want to get mulch on it but if you just leave it all just blank and open it'll dry out yeah then you won't have any moisture in your soil and all your plants will die. And you have to water it more constantly. 
Yeah, and we're not good about that. So, we still need uh, to plant our dill, our fennel. <laughs> I just said we had fennel. It's a different kind of fennel. It's the actual kind that we were going to grow to eat. And more bell pepper plants. My grandmother, none of our seed bell peppers came up either. So, my grandmother had a bunch, though. And I think they're bell pepper plants. They may actually be something else. Cayenne. They, they could be cayenne. They could be cayenne. So, we... Or maybe a little... I don't I don't really know. There was a whole thing where things might have mis got mislabeled or didn't get labeled that she thought she labeled. It was kind of strange. So, I don't know. There's strange plants that we're planting just to plant. And then our persimmon tree is looking pretty good. There's lots of little fruits on it. Our fig tree is looking good. It's starting to get little figs yeah, on it. Yeah, it's got a bunch of them on it. Yeah. They didn't get burned off too bad by that last freeze we had. Yeah, and then our daughter's bell pepper plant that she bought last year has a little bell pepper on it. Mm -hmm. It's it's supposed to be um, a purple bell pepper plant, so we'll see how it does. Oh, it is. It's purple. We've got to get it transplanted to a bigger pot or in the ground, though, because it's still in that small pot, and it's outgrown it. It needs a bigger spot. And that's technically transplanted from the original pot. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Her strawberry plant in the hanging bucket is doing great. She had three or four strawberry plants that we planted in the ground and those are not doing good. Apparently our soil does not have what I mean, strawberries they're growing need. fine. They're just not producing any berries. Yeah, which is what the, you want. The plants look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> they're nice and dark and green. And We planted those strawberry plants in the little garden right outside of our screened-in porch. So we can kind of look out from the screen and porch. That's also where I have my nasturtiums and the dock and I don't know, some other leafy things to eat. Salad burnet and purslane. Yeah, the purslane's still growing. I don't really see the rest of it. The dock, the nasturtiums. The salad burnet and the purslane are all at the end. Okay. There's only one of them that I recognize, but anyway, so those are all doing well, but some of my, my arugula didn't survive after I planted it. Um, yeah, but the nasturtiums and the dock are taking over. So I'm probably going to end up with like a whole bunch of nasturtiums and dock, which I'm totally fine with because nasturtiums are so pretty. Yep. And you can use them for several different things. So. I know. We're going to see if we actually like to eat it though. Yeah, they're kind of, they, people say they're peppery. They're really, they're spicy. Spicy. I think I really want to try to make a bread with them. It's just hard to want to make a bread because Casper can't eat it. He'd probably be getting a bread if it's spicy like that. That's what I'm thinking. Like with some olive oil with it mm -hmm. and some good salt. Yeah. I think that would be really good. And the flowers are so pretty, so you can put the flowers on the bread. Oh, I think it'd be really nice. So we'll see. We'll keep you updated if I actually try it. That's supposed to be an easier bread to do, too, because you can take a flop bread and make it into it. Like one that's overrisen. Yeah. So, we'll see. I need to get, I need to research a little more for people with fructose intolerance and see if, if I can make some type of sourdough for Casper that he can eat. I think sourdough spelt bread is supposed to be easier for those with that. So, we'll have to see. It's supposed to be a lot lower in fructans. So, I might 
try to, to buy some spelt at some point and try that because he misses bread so bad. He was asking me the other day for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, Charlie. Yeah. It's sad, but... Um, you know it's bad when I start missing peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> it would be a very easy thing to do. And toast in the morning with a little bit of peanut butter. Yeah. And I just bought that almond butter on sale at the store. <laughs> It'd be so easy. I do miss some of the convenience foods. It's, it's gotten a little difficult. Like I said, the kids have gotten a little picky, but I think a big thing is that we've limited our selection so much at this point that we've just burnt some of them out of so many different things. So like Adelaide's completely burnt out on eggs right now. And hopefully I, she'll come back to them. She has in the past. But right now, she just doesn't even want them in her grits. And you, I used to be able to camouflage them in grits and we'd be okay. But, oh boy, howdy. And they're being weird about beef. That's the hard part. That's our main yeah. meat I currently. I haven't been able to get them to eat. They didn't like the chicken. They didn't like the chicken. They didn't like the ground beef the couple ways I've made it. They didn't like... Well, some of them liked the steak. But some of them didn't. I don't know. I think it's just something we're going to have to work through for a little bit. In the kitchen, um, we learned to cook our old rooster. I think we did okay with that. We brined him first. No, I thought it was good. We brined him overnight. And then I made... I boiled the feet for five minutes by themselves. And then I added them to the Instant Pot with all of his meat and his bones. And cooked it real good for... I think I did two hours. Yeah, it was two hours. And then I took it all out, deboned the ch the meat from the chicken, the bones and everything, threw away the bones. I didn't grind them or anything. I didn't go that into it. Um, strained out the extra gristle stuff out of it. Try to keep all the good stuff that I could in the broth. Added the meat back in. What did I, I use like oregano and thyme and pepper and salt. What else did I do? I think I threw some celery in there while it was cooking, just like a sprig. Mm -hmm. I did, I had pre-chopped, this was one of the little things that I did that made my life so much easier. I pre-chopped a bunch of onions the last time I bought some organic onions and I threw that in there. Um, so that was pretty much the soup. And then I chopped up carrots last minute and threw them in there. Pressure cooked them just a little bit. And that was the soup. But then the first time we ate it, I did boil some of the noodles to go in it in the broth too. But separate, like oh, in yeah, another pot. And then we added it to it when we went to eat it. That way the noodles wouldn't get soggy. Because they're not regular noodles. They're actually some of Casper's gluten-free corn and... Brown rice or something. Brown rice. This is yeah. This is a combo one. So they get it, real soggy. They get really soggy and gross if they're over cooked and stuff. So I kept those out. I think that worked really well. Mm -hmm. I think we'll good. do something like that again. Um, we also recently have made some more reduced sugar muscadine jelly, which if anybody wants some, reach out to us. We oh, I cooked a frozen blueberry pie. What I do is I take the frozen blueberries from the freezer, of course, and I cook them up, and I add my special ingredient, and then I put it in my pie crust, 
This was for an event, so it wasn't a completely homemade pie crust, but I am cheap. So I had I was making two pies out of two pre-prepared crusts. I put my filling in those two pre-prepared crusts, and then I had pre-made sourdough pie crust that I cut and put on the top. And I used like, we used a dino cookie cutter for one and then like a cross for the other one and just kind of put them on there where it was pretty and it kind of sort of covered most of the pie. And everybody always thinks they're super pretty, but it's so easy to do. And you have a little bit of the homemade, so you've got like half organic crust and half not. <laughs> but that's just- Yeah, and I didn't even get a piece. You didn't, did you? Uh -uh. I didn't either, technically. I could have even grabbed it at the end, but I left it for the church to have. It was at a, a fellow church down the, down the road from ours. And then one of the other things that I've learned how to do is cook with almond flours. Um, I bought some almond flour that was on sale, and I cooked some almond flour brownies with maple syrup, so it was much better for people with IBS symptoms like my son. But those things are expensive. Oh gosh, they were expensive brownies because you're using almond flour, which is already pricey, and then a cup of maple syrup. A cup. That's that, a quarter of your container. That's, that's $4 worth of maple syrup. Yeah. And then they're very crumbly. Oh, and I used peanut butter because I didn't have almond butter. If I used almond butter like the recipe called for it, that would have been even more expensive. So, I don't know. That would have to be, like, for his birthday as his cake or a very special treat. I'm finding out making gluten-free, sugar-free especially, but even just, like, reduced sugar treats or whatever. Things for him is difficult if you're trying to actually have them be not completely terrible for your body. Yep. <laughs> Because every, like, I could just go to the store and buy a $6 cake mix to do for him. It would make, I don't know, four to six cupcakes or whatever. But it's got all these terrible ingredients in there. That's why I just make pemmican and call them meat brownies. <laughs> he doesn't like pemmican. You don't know. I thought he tried it. I don't, I don't know if he did or not. <laughs> so that's what's been going on in the kitchen. I do plan to share my frozen blueberry pie recipe on the newsletter, so make sure you sign up if you want that. We're still going to send out, oh, speaking of the newsletter, we're still going to send out our hurricane preparedness check sheet. So if you haven't already signed up for our newsletter, make sure you do so. We will have the link in the comments so that you can do it. We promise we don't send it. All, we don't send We don't it even all the do it weekly. <laughs> we're supposed to be weekly. We don't even do that. So don't worry. We're not going to completely bombard you with emails all the time. Um, and really the only other news is that I finally mowed the front yard because Charlie fixed the mower <laughs> mm -hmm. and, uh, which, woohoo, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. But here in Alabama, I should have done it like probably three or four weeks it ago. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> maybe, maybe it wasn't that bad to us, but you know, we are in a neighborhood. It, it was, it was getting there. It was getting there. It was getting there. It looks nice now. And now I have completely new plans for the front yard. Yep. We'll see how it works out. But, like, my thought is clover. 
for basically maybe the whole yard, but at least a pathway to where the vehicles would be parked. It's kind of the new thought, the we'll new see. idea. We'll see. The only other thing is that the minivan, the coolant fan's gone bad, so we have to replace well, that. it's not technically bad yet. It's going bad. The bearing is going out, so it, it's making... Terrible noises. At, de at times, it vibrates excessively and creates terrible noise. And the, and the coolant tube needs to be replaced. Or something. The coolant... Or the power steering. Yeah, I gotta take the power steering pump off and work that whole system out again, because got a leak somewhere and it keeps leaking but it's power steering who really needs that <laughs> i drove i drove that nissan that nissan car i had with no power steering for a year because <laughs> it didn't make any difference i mean i could have took the whole thing apart and redone it but i mean i put power steering fluid in it and by the time i made it back to work and back it already pushed it all out I was just like, oh well, whatever. As long as I'm going, it steers relatively easily. You know, it's nice to have a quiet new vehicle, but that is not necessary. And right now, it's not attainable. It just needs to work. It just needs to drive. I don't like all the new stuff that they have on these new cars anyway. The automatic shut off at red light, the eco mode, junk mess that they have the especially tires no extra spare I don't know this yeah it's not much of a bargain is it no <laughs> car that shuts off on itself which I know that's how it's designed but my mom doesn't even like it she turns that feature off on her minivan all the time and you have to turn it off every time you crank the car up. every time that's that is crazy what if it just doesn't turn back on and you're at the red light? That happens. In Mobile. Doesn't or somewhere often, worse. <laughs> it happens. It does. I don't know. You got anything else? I don't have anything. Well. No, I don't have anything that's that's very <laughs> doesn't fit in line with any of this. So <laughs> I guess if we were to talk about finances, currently we've spent a lot on the homestead. I say a lot. I guess really it's not that much. We've been making do with a lot of stuff that we have or that we found. Um, we reclaimed our tea post from my dad that we had given him whenever we gave him. We reclaimed some of them. Some of There's them. There's a bunch of them still over there, but. Yeah. And some old chicken wire that he had used to make the doors. Um, some old fence posts from his house, his um, rental house that he took the privacy fence down to. So we've been using that. Some old lumber that we had here, which we're almost out of. We don't really have much of a stockpile left anymore. I'll be glad when we're finally done with it all. <laughs> then we'll have to buy more. Yeah, but I can actually clean up my spot. What you gonna do with your spot? I'll put new stuff out there, but I'm trying to get rid of all this old stuff. Use it up, throw it away. I don't want to just throw it away, I want to use it. Yeah. Unless it's terribly bad, so it gives me a reason to go through it and see. We did have an old post from the playset. I think it was the playset. Yeah, and it had termites in it. It had termites in it. I'm glad it was nowhere near the house or the playset or anything else that was important. But so We sprayed it. 
Yeah, I guess we need to go burn it. Yeah, Stitten. Chemicals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Bug killer. Bug killer. We do have to take care of a, a minor roach problem in the house. They're starting to come in. But because it's spring, it's just what happens under oak trees. So we got to figure out what we're going to do with that. Spray around the house a little bit, I guess. Mm. I hate it, but... Get a day that it's not going to rain. Yeah, it's been raining so much. April showers, for sure. Just the end of April. But today is the last day of April. Yeah. So. Already four months into the month. Or yeah. to the year. But in the way of finances, currently the homestead is not bringing any money. But, you know, we may be selling jelly to friends and family. So if anybody's interested in that, you can hit us up. I've got to make some more blueberry jelly that might be on the agenda today if we can make it happen. We'll see. That's our best seller. Muscadine's the best. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we have more pectin because nobody seems to want the reduced sugar muscadine jelly. Got more pectin on the way. You got more pectin on the way so we can make more of our really yummy muscadine jelly. And but we don't have any more muscadine juice. We don't have any more. We're way- oh, we didn't mention that in the grow section. Our muscadines are doing good, too. Yep. They've all got flowers all over them. All over. And we do want to try to build an overhead trellis for them to grow on. We're kind of... That's kind of the next thing we'll probably have to go find posts to do. Mm-hmm. So. And, oh, we still have to add wood or posts or something around I kind of mentioned that but around the bottom of the pin and run area so that the little chicks can't get out and nothing can dig in as easy I mean they they could they could still dig in but they could dig in now with the dog kennel thing that we have set up but yeah nobody's tried yet so I think that's about it yeah so if you want to support us you can reach out. You can, if you want to learn how to play violin, piano, cello, viola, you can call me. Um, our information's on the website. You can email me there or reach out on Facebook or Instagram. We're hoping to start moving towards YouTube soon. I don't know. We haven't done that yet. We're in a process. Well, we'll get there. We will. We got. We do all the YouTube reels and stuff. So I mean, not YouTube. Instagram. Instagram. So, I mean, we could easily put that over on YouTube as well. This this chick's just got to learn how to do it, I guess. And then and then if we ever start doing live streams on YouTube, we'll let y'all know. Yeah. If you need your generator worked on or you need your lawnmower fixed, you can call Charlie's Small Engines and we'll come to you and repair it on site or we'll come pick it up and bring it back here and fix it and get you going. Don't forget if you think that you found information that's helpful or useful and you want to share with others, make sure to leave a review and like or subscribe to us on any of your platforms that you listen to podcasts on. It helps us out and helps others be able to find us. Have a great day.